section forty four of christmas and christmas lore this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. christmas and christmas lore by thomas g crippen forty four christmas cards etc it might seem like an oversight if nothing were said of the pretty social custom of christmas cards albeit they are of quite modern origin there must be many aged persons who can remember their first appearance and some perhaps have preserved specimens of the earliest issues there is some uncertainty as to the date when the first christmas card was actually sent some ascribe the invention to mr w c t dobson r a who it is said in december eighteen forty four sent to a friend a sketch symbolizing the spirit of christmas and in the following year designed another card of which he sent lithographed copies to numerous friends and acquaintances others say that the initiative belongs to mr g c horsley who in eighteen forty six dispatched a card which is described as an elaborate affair showing two allegorical designs of clothing the naked and feeding the hungry together with a family group of three generations quaffing wine it was some time before the cards were put on the market unless our memory is much at fault they were first sold about eighteen fifty eight or eighteen fifty nine and were not common until eighteen sixty two the earlier types were very simple a cock robin or a sprig of holly or mistletoe with a conventional greeting year by year they grew more and more artistic until about eighteen eighty three or eighteen eighty four they reached their acme of pictorial beauty and seasonable fitness nothing since has ever surpassed a triptych in the style of early florentine art which was published about that time in the centre was the holy family with patriarchs and prophets behind the shepherds and madge kings adoring in front singing angels overhead and in the wings the apostles and other saints typical of the holy catholic church in all the ages since then there has been artistic decline art becoming more and more subservient to the demands of trade and the perpetual craving for novelty the individual greeting cards have tended in the same direction year by year the color printers give us cards which from a merely decorative point of view are as beautiful as ever but except for the lettering most of them would be just as well suited to may day or michaelmas space must be found for mention of an obsolete custom which arose in schools early in the eighteenth century this was the production of christmas pieces specimens of handwriting laboriously produced under the superintendence of the writing-master to show what progress had been made by the pupil in the last twelve months husk had a collection of these pieces forming an almost unbroken series from seventeen twenty to eighteen forty they are on large sheets of superior writing paper with engraved borders a blank being left in the middle for the specimen penmanship husk says that the early engravings were often of considerable merit but they became by degrees poorer and poorer they were supposed to represent some important event of the year as a battle a coronation an earthquake etc or scenes illustrating rural sports military exercises bartholomew fair and the like scripture subjects were sometimes adopted but rarely at first 
about 1805, color was introduced, and about 1820 it became general. Scripture subjects, too, supplanted other designs. From this time the engraving deteriorated. Respectable copper plate gave place to mere outlines as a guide to the colorist, and these to common woodcuts, and finally to ornate flourishes from the pen of the writing master. But long before they ceased to be sold, the use of these Christmas pieces was discontinued in all schools of the better class. The custom was dying out in the boyhood of the present writer, who still remembers that its unpleasant associations made the near prospect of the holidays more delightful. End of section 44